This, this, this is Jolly Rogers and Touchdown with Casey Hudson and Kaylee Mizell. We're going to need Ooh. more out of this Bucks defense. And some guy that I have my eye on, I think it's going to be a really great matchup on the other side of the ball, is so Carlton Davis and Michael Thomas. Yes. Davis is the last corner to face Michael Thomas at full strength. This mm -hmm. is going to be a great matchup. And when you look at what Davis was able to do against the Cowboys in week one, he was targeted eight times. They only got two receptions off of him for 25 yards. And he's one going point. out for best cornerback in the league. He yes. stated that. Yes. Beginning of training camp. So Carlton Davis Michael Thomas, that's going to be a fantastic matchup. Mm -hmm. And again, it's going to be one of those things where you're going to have to be ready at any moment. This Saints team has proven that they might be sleeping for the first three quarters and then just <laughs> go off. And you don't know when or what to expect with this Saints team. And I think that's the scariest part of them is because mm -hmm. you don't know if they're going to lay an egg or if Jameis is going to come out and just be insane and they're going right. to score 17 points in a single quarter. And you're like, where the heck did that come from? Yeah. Uh, so you have to always be on. That is something that this defense is going to have to take into account. You have to always be on. You cannot let one single play go by. Carlton Davis is that guy. Mm -hmm. He is the kind of guy that is going to go out there. He's going to give it his all. Every single go around. I'm really excited to see that matchup. It is going yeah. to be a lot of fun. And I think Davis going against Michael Thomas, I think that's really going to elevate him <laughs> in that wanting to be the best cornerback. Oh, yes. And just to kind of set some context here, it's not just because of what happened and how things played out the last time that they matched up one on one. It's because Dum dum dum. The Twitter conversations that get to take place after games and they get to get dragged out by the media and they get to be so <laughs> years later. So here I go, being a media member, bringing this little egg up. Spill when, the tea. <laughs> when Carlton Davis tweeted at Can't Guard Mike and said, I bodied you three games in a row, little dude, and cover one, goofball. And I'm a dog your little ASS again next year, so you better work on them routes. That, that's an invitation. Smack talk. That's, that's a lot of smack talk. Carlton Davis, man, he's 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 got some confidence in him. Friends, I like don't it. send me an invitation that has less hype than what I just read, because I won't attend. I won't come. I will not be... <laughs> motivated to respond whatsoever i need and i'll do it again next year so you and better work on your routes so that's that's major that's a big thing to really just that's a that you push and that bar is really not a guy that it like it lacks confidence by any means you've got two extraordinary so. confident alpha male oh my gosh can we please get them mic'd up this is the oh. just what they would be saying to each other i oh wouldn't be gosh. surprised if there's a little bit of a rough and tumble situation oh there's gonna there's gonna be some there's gonna be some pushing and shoving if you will yeah it's gonna, yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna have that excitement of you know that playground recess 
football, you know, no rules in a sense, but obviously there's rules and guidelines. Everybody needs to be cognizant. <laughs> um, okay, guys, I'm not getting that crazy, but still, it, it's just going to have that extra element of why we all love this sport so much, minus anybody really targeting or hurting one another. So that's going to be an amazing matchup to watch. Um, and I think that matchup has the potential to go into the Bucks' favor as well because yes. of how good Carlton Davis is, how good he's been in the past, and that well, history there with Michael Thomas. A hundred percent. And you said something else that I absolutely loved. When you were honestly breaking down how well this Bucks defense needs to perform, and that's from top to bottom, every single detail is going to matter. It was this defense that kind of led up in extremely crucial moments, number one. Number two, it was the lack of tackling that was just, it was awful to watch. It was, that was, it, it was painful. My soul left my body multiple times, and it was both games, Halloween and December 19th. And, you know, in one of the games, I'm pretty sure it was the December 19th matchup, they only pulled together two sacks, and it was Joe Tranchanka, and it was Levante David who was functioning at about 60%. We know that he was working through a crucial injury as well. So to know how depleted this defense was, to know how many guys were not even playing or, you know, active December 19th, and how well the defense – I mean, the defense did hold them to three field goals. That is something to highlight. But – it's the fact that the defense was not playing a sharp game whatsoever. The communication needed to ramp up. The mental errors needed to minimize down. And I really feel strongly about what this defense is going to bring to the table. I said it versus the Cowboys, I think, and I still have hope and faith that the Bucks have a better pressure, um, better pass rush situation. And I think that they're a more complete team from top to bottom, from the low, from the line to the outside of the line. From the cornerbacks down to the safeties, they now have multiple versatile safeties. You've got a lot of expectation and responsibility out of Antoine Winfield Jr. Now you've got this guy, Logan Ryan, who I think Winfield feeds off of because he's a veteran who's also equally as vers like versatile. And JTS has stepped into a whole nother role. He's due for a sack. I was expecting it to happen last game. This is a great game for him to get it. We've seen that he is capable of sacking, you know, versus the versus the Saints. So it's cleaning up the mistakes that they really failed on last year. Wrap up your tackles. Don't just get your hands on balls, but pull those passes in and, you know, get these interceptions. Rack them up. This defense has so much potential, but we can't keep talking about how much potential they have game on you know, game after game after game. This is where it counts the most, and this is where they have to execute. And it's going to be a big day for the Bucks defense in order for the Bucks to leave New Orleans with a W under their belt. And as we look at the guys who need to get better at wrapping up, there are two guys that I have my eye on. And I'm not saying they need to get better at wrapping up, but I'm saying I think they're going to lead the way mm -hmm. in this Bucks defense being able to really get after this Saints offense. And you mentioned one of them because he got a sack in that game against the Saints, and that is Levante David. Love I think Levante. that he has been one of the best linebackers. Mm -hmm. And New Orleans, they're going to get got again, I think, by him. He's a yeah. great run defender. He's going to punish, you know, he's going to punish – people that, that, that are going to overlook him in coverage. I think he's going to get out there. I think he's going to get after it. Uh, and I think he's going to maybe even get another sack. I, I would not be overly surprised if that happens again, because I think that he is a player 
that is going to, to make the most of every single down. And another guy is going to give Cesar Ruiz a hard time from the Saints, uh, Akeem Hicks. Yeah, The Saints interior line is going to have Hicks and Vita Vey going up against them. And <laughs> those are two guys that uh, that you don't want to face every no. single down, but you're gonna, but yeah. you're gonna, and they're gonna be there and they are going to get you. And I I have my eyes on those three players in terms of like the trenches. And I think that they're really gonna do some damage and not let this Saints offense be able to do anything. And, you know, I'm glad that you mentioned that because Akeem Hicks had a bit of a – he had an okay performance versus the Cowboys, and this is an extremely intelligent player. Mm-hmm. So another week in the books, another week of film, and then film at full game speed. I think Akeem Hicks is going to go into this game like, okay, hey, I need to do a lot more than I did versus the Cowboys because Logan Hall just put on a show. <laughs> I love the footage of Logan Hall versus the Cowboys, and this is somebody who is also – what I love about rookies standing out – and this might get a little off track for a second, it's the fact that you don't have much tape on them. The only thing you can talk about is what they did in college. And depending on their system and if their college actually had a system that translates to the NFL, you don't really know what to expect from these players. So Logan Hall can be a sweet surprise versus the Saints. Then you got Akeem Hicks who needs to better and build off of the performance versus the Cowboys. Then you got Vita Vea who, you know, he ended up racking up a sack and eating at the end of that Cowboys game. And we know how he likes to build off momentum that he set in previous games. So I think, again, from top to bottom, this defense is way better and way healthier versus this Saints offense. And it's going to be one of the most elite matchups as always, because you have the rivalry, you've got the NFC South and you've just got all of the drama that's. And these are the only two teams that won their, their games. So Mm -hmm. this, this um, matchup this week will by default take the lead in the NFC South because everybody else uh, has already lost 